Hello and welcome to the 365 Talk Social Media Podcast. My name is Amy and in today's episode, I'm gonna be talking about how to use social media for e-commerce, specifically tips and tricks for anyone that's starting out and just some main considerations for if you fall within that industry. In the month of February, we're gonna be focusing a lot of our content both on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and over on our blog as well, all about the specific focuses for e-commerce. Every month this year, we're basically breaking down a topic and giving you as much information and resources as possible so if there's any particular topics or trends you'd like us to discuss specifically within this theme please do reach out to us on our socials because we would love to create a blog post or social post or even just tips and tricks for you relevant to that so be sure to reach out to us and we would love to have your feedback but in today's episode as I mentioned we're just going to be talking about tips and examples on how to really enhance your social media strategy if you are an e-commerce business from small businesses to large big brands so that was done let's dive straight into it just to introduce this topic it really ties in with a lot of the podcast episodes we've talked about before in terms of the stats on how often people use social media and also how people decide to spend money by researching brands and obviously building a report with brands online if we look back into 2020 76.8 percent of global insect users purchased a product online so almost everyone the large majority of people are shopping online and of course the pandemic really enhanced where e-commerce should have been and it's propelled about five years as well in terms of projections so more and more people are spending money online having that shopping process a lot more streamlined and of course most social media networks currently offer free built-in solutions for advertising selling and customer service all relevant to e-commerce such as tools that can push the needle on your sales so today we're going to be chatting about how to market your e-commerce store what more you could be doing in terms of building that social media presence even if it's from scratch or even if it's existing hopefully this podcast will help when we talk about this it's really specific to look at the terminology that we're going to be using so e-commerce marketing is not quite the same thing as social selling or social commerce social commerce is the process of selling products or services directly on social media such as using facebook shop instagram shop product pins and stuff like that and of course people won't buy your product if they don't know who you are so the first thing that we're going to talk about is building brand awareness because even if you're ready to go live with sales you need an audience you need to build that rapport and you need to build people not only to have the trust in your products know who you are but also then go on to buy your products the thing is with building brand awareness is that it's definitely a process it's not an overnight thing unless of course you go viral it's something that brands continuously do in terms of a long-term strategy you can of course speed this up with things like paid social and doing the right thing at the right time and just being lucky in terms of the virality of a post but generally it's a long haul game and so putting the steps in place to make sure that you're measuring success both short term and long term is really really important in this day and age and aligning with that is making sure that you are speaking and setting goals make sure you set up the right objectives for any social media campaigns and ads that you do and also measure organic success as well and when it comes to advertising facebook and instagram for example let brands pick one of three conversion oriented objectives in order to complete that sale so the first thing is obviously conversions and with that goal you can encourage your target audience to take specific action on your website such as add a product to cart very very specific next one is the catalog sale so you can use this objective to pull products from your catalog into ads and people can browse that way and next up is a store traffic so of course if you have the brick and mortar location this ad goal is great 
great for promoting your store to potential customers. And of course, to build brand awareness and engage your audience, you can also pick objectives such as awareness or consideration categories as well. But deciding how you're advertising, you then have to go into building your ad. And once again, there's four considerations in terms of advertising that's really important to decide which one's going to be best for your business so you can go for image ads video ads carousel ads and collection ads now specifically collection ads are designed specifically for e-commerce they use a mix of creative copy and items from your product catalog to grab your audience's attention and seamlessly guide them to check out i always recommend as well if you are currently using just image ads mix it up with videos don't just do one ad type constantly because it can get quite repetitive to those that you're targeting definitely mix it up i would say you know break it down in terms of percentages you probably would want 50 percent collection ads and then break down the rest of the three depending on what your objectives are but as i've mentioned previously video ads are so important and just video in general and in terms of the way that people are consuming media is a big consideration for 2022 so where you can i would definitely say prefer video over image because it's just more dynamic it gets people's engagement higher but of course mix it up and see what works best for you that's what's great about a b testing and doing learnings and doing test and learns because you can learn that data take it away and then basically build that into your long-term strategy so definitely have an experimental phase do each type of ad take the results away and see for yourself where audiences best engage next up let's talk about selling products directly on social media and this is specific to platform shop so facebook instagram and pinterest offer native shopping solutions for business accounts and as does TikTok more recently as well I'm sure a lot of people have been scrolling through their live videos or just videos in general now I've noticed and there's a little kind of golden cart you can click that and what the person is offering is within that cart to purchase so more and more platforms are beginning to encourage shopping online and TikTok success has been huge we've done a um, podcast episode all about that specifically if you want to learn a little bit more we'll have it linked down below if you want to check that out but basically what it's saying is that every social platform has their own offering of this service and like ever it's always a good idea to keep an eye on updates from social media just because then you're one step ahead if you know that a service is coming out that a social platform is offering right from the get-go you're gonna be in a much fortunate place than those that suddenly realize it and then three months six months down the line you're starting to utilize it and the best thing about this and just social media generally unless you're putting paid advertising behind a campaign it's free to use and set up so you can set up a facebook shop instagram shop and all of that for free and it doesn't have to cost you too much so you know it's one of those things it's always worth having it set up even if it's not your primary way of reaching new people and building that brand awareness setting it up the fact that it's free is just another directory for people to shop from. It also creates memorable, interactive social shopping experiences for customers as well. It's super streamlined and users can directly shop from their feeds without clicking through to an external website, shortening the distance between discovery and checkout that can improve your conversion rates. The quicker that process, the quicker people are doing it. If it's too many steps, people get bored, they jump off. You might notice that as well if you have a very traditional website, a lot of people take things to the cart there's a lot of drop-offs why is that learning why is your website too buggy is it too slow what's preventing them from actually going across you will start seeing that journey with the more website visitors that you get and the same with social you want to make that super streamlined so people really don't have to think too much once they commit to buying and what's really interesting as well when we look back in the historic data over the last two years which kind of excludes tiktok shopping just because we don't have the data for that 70 percent of shopping enthusiasts use instagram to discover brands and products so again if people are already doing that discovering new products from small businesses to bigger ones 
why not have your business within that mix? You want to make sure that people are discovering your products and your business in this way. And there's some fantastic tools online in terms of how to specifically set up those shops. So if you're not very technical or the idea of setting these up, you're just a little bit unsure on how to do it. There's tons of step-by-step -step guides online. So just have a little search and you'll find one for sure. And the next thing I want to talk about is customer service. There's no secret that we absolutely advocate for customer service online. It's what we specialize in here at 365. It's building the relationships, having an absolute best-in-class customer service and making sure that anyone interacting with your brand is getting the most out of it in terms of building relationships and then their loyalty develops their advocacy develops so what's really important here to note is even if you have a support team that communicates with customers on the phone or through email your social media will definitely become an ad hoc customer service channel and it's growing and growing more advanced as well people come to specific business pages to ask questions to give you feedback and when they do you really need to be prepared to handle the incoming comments and dms and that's where community management comes in and that is literally the bread and butter of what we do at 365 it is the service that we've seen such a huge takeoff in terms of five years ago people just didn't want to use it in the same way there wasn't that need from brands but now those that don't have it are really missing out and they're really understanding how their consumers interact with them online it's more than just having a nice pretty facebook page or a nice pretty instagram feed it's being able to provide that customer service online just in the same way as you would have phone lines and email channels too and how you answer inquiries on social media is essentially a representation of the brand and the content that you post so of course opinions from happy customers serve as social proof for customers who are still in the consideration phase of their customer journey by engaging with comments you can show your audience that you value your customers and appreciate their feedback and even when you receive feedback that's negative, treat negative comments as an opportunity to provide a solution and showcase how much you really care about customers' opinions. And if you really want to learn more about customer service and community management and how the two go hand in hand, definitely check back on our previous podcast episodes. We take such a deeper dive into this specific realm and it's a bit of a minefield and it seems quite daunting, but the main thing is being responsive and taking care of those comments and messages. And obviously if you can't, building a solution in order to do that, whether that's an agency or hiring specifically for that role. And the bottom line is making sure you don't neglect social media as a customer service channel and give social media inquiries all the TLC that they deserve, which is exactly what a customer service interaction should consist of. And it's not just specific to working hours as well. This is the biggest thing that we've seen as a shift and something once again I've spoken about previously is the demand for out of hours community management has grown considerably over the last 12 months because people are realizing that you it's not as easy to basically switch off from work at five o'clock jump back in the next morning and customers being okay with that level of response time having people that cover extended hours means that social media managers aren't constantly always on they aren't always responding and not actually switching off from work which is absolutely essential but also just having that backup we obviously service a lot of brands where we do out of hours community management and they find that not only is it great in terms of making sure that all customers get a response you know questions get answered complaints are handled things don't go viral and nothing's not missed but also from their point of view they're able to switch off and it's just something that we are just absolutely love seeing and that feedback from clients is really really great so once again if you want to learn more about out of hours community management specifically we have a previous podcast episode all about that and the next thing to consider is social listening so what is social listening it's the process of scanning social media for mentions of your brand or product and conversations related to your brand that essentially you are 
aren't tagged in so if someone is just talking to their friend and your name of your business is within that conversation traditionally that wouldn't obviously come into your social media feed because they're not tagging you that could be on purpose because they're negatively talking about you and think that you're not going to see it um or they're just kind of discussing without necessarily wanting the brand to get in understanding what people are saying about your products online is such an invaluable source of insight and it can help you understand which your products people love the most reoccurring problems or issues with some of your products and generally the public's overall sentiment towards your brand so keeping up to date with your audience and what they have to say about your brand is also a protective measure if you ever mix up some orders or accidentally release a series of defective products chances are that affected customers will take their grievances online so awareness of this problem will help you react quickly and possibly avert a full-blown social media crisis they happen it's not nice so if you can kind of catch it in the first instance that's so much better than having to deal with a huge load of backlash now next off just to conclude this podcast i wanted to talk about specific social media e-commerce tips because at this point you get a bit of a good idea in terms of how to use social media to promote your e-commerce store and reach new audiences but here's just some additional tips that will help you add a bit of oomph to your social media e-commerce strategy and kind of set you off from your competitors as well so first of all it's all about showcasing your personality you want people to be able to remember you and recognize you so much more and adding personality to your social media can help you do this so it could be humor duolingo for example on tiktok are brilliant at that even though it's not something that you'd necessarily instantly recognize for their brand they've made themselves really recognizable there it can be engagement within a social cause and standing for something specific whether that's sustainability or specifically a charity and it can be anything that represents you and your values and making sure that's executed online. Next up, collaborating with others and such as pairing up with a social media influencer your audience loves or another brand from your industry that's not necessarily a competitor, but someone that you can align with in terms of you have perhaps the same target audience. Your products are slightly different, but they definitely either work together or they're of the same space. So I've seen quite a lot of brands do this in the sake of a competition whereby you could win like your product and also another brand's like product together they both post the same competition and they're collaborating in that way reaching their audiences and encourage them to follow both accounts that's a great way to basically collaborate with other businesses and don't just do this necessarily for the reach even though of course that will really help think about how a collaboration can benefit your potential customers and how it fits in with your brand's values so once again there's some easy ways to promote your e-commerce store through purposeful collaboration so inviting an influencer to test your product and ask them to share their honest review with their audience is a great one and obviously has huge success in terms of influencer marketing being its own kind of kettle of fish and just being so successful for a lot of businesses doing the giveaways as i basically already discussed hosting a q a session on instagram live with influencers affiliated with your brand or even just specialists so i've seen this specifically where like a skincare brand is like say for example really enhanced by the fact that it's scientific and so they'll get medical professionals to talk on behalf of their products and it really builds that understanding and trust that the product is exactly what they say it is the next tip is all about using short form video content and i spoke about this in terms of the ads but of course this is a great way to represent your personality not all content types and placements were created to be equal so to save your personality field ideas for getting lost in busy nudes feeds experiment with popular interactive content formats like instagram stories instagram reels instagram lives tiktoks 
At the end of the day, TikTok and that form of content is going nowhere. And so basically getting on top of that is really important. And of course, because it's been so successful on TikTok, every other social platform is taking the same kind of approach in terms of short form video content. And across so many demographics, people love this because you can scroll quite you could scroll on TikTok, for example, for 15 minutes and consume a lot of content that way. And of course, don't forget that not all your content has to be directly related to sales. Use your Instagram stories or TikToks to entertain your audience and build a stronger relationship with them. And then drop in things about your products along the way. If it's just sales based, people get very, very switched off they won't be interested but mix it up and just have a bit of experimentation i think that they're the ones that have done really well these past 12 months are those that have dared to both be risky but also have just the perfect mix and another thing that we have discussed in previous episodes so sorry if you do listen often but posting user-generated content is a really big one we already mentioned about positive reviews and comments from happy customers are a form of social proof but even better is user-generated content. Encouraging your customers to share pictures and videos featuring your products from their social media feeds, tagging your brand and resharing these to your own profiles. This is such a successful way of showing the fact that you are popular, a lot of customers trust you, and it builds a stronger relationship between them and your brand. And of course, having customers proudly show off your products on their social media makes you more credible to new visitors and potential customers. And that's not all that you can get from user-generated content. Every time a customer shares a picture or video featuring your product, of course their followers can see and interact with it. And that's a great way in terms of getting introduced to new audiences because it's genuine and organic as well. And the last thing that I wanted to mention alongside these tips is how often you post. And posting often and consistently is the biggest recommendation. So don't post loads in the first three months ghost your social media for six months and jump back on. Having a regular posting schedule will help you stay visible and relevant, of course. Also, how would you expect potential customers to interact with your brand without any content to interact with? And of course, how often you post is up to who you are, the resources you have, and also what platforms you're gonna be using the most. Some recommend to post more than others. I would just say if you're starting off and starting from scratch, the more the better, just because you're really building that awareness and you're building the content portfolio that you have on your channel and you're really making sure that people get to know you if you if they haven't already. But then when you're a bit more established, you can work out, okay, what's the optimum time for us to post? Because for some of our clients, we've seen success with them posting two, three, four times a week on Instagram, Facebook. Other clients, we've seen huge success with posting daily. TikTok, for example, there's recommendations of posting up to three times a day. And just experimenting in terms of what gets you the best results and where's the sweet spot in terms of your brand. All of the social platforms recommend different timeframes. So if you can, research that and find out again what's best for you that's the thing but yeah that is a bit of a deep dive into general e-commerce tips and tricks for any businesses that fit within this realm and as i mentioned this month we're going to be doing tons and sharing tons of resources on our socials and our website so definitely head over there to find out a little bit more and keep an eye on us and follow us on all of those places just to see more tips and tricks because we're going to share so much and i really hope that it's helpful for anyone that's within this space but yeah thank you so much for listening to this podcast or watching if you're on our youtube channel and we shall speak to you guys next week bye